Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Dale Lally Show here on the DK Pittsburgh Sports Podcast Network. I'm Dale Lally, your host, and uh, I thought today there's, there's not a ton going on right now um, in the NFL. Everybody's hosting their uh, their 30 draft meetings. There's still a couple of pro days that still have to take place, uh, but I thought it would be a good time to take a step back and look at the Steelers position-wise at what they're needs should be going into the draft. I know if you if you go to a lot of different mock drafts or mock draft sites or draft sites out there, um, they'll list the Steelers' needs. And, and I a lot of times I completely disagree with what I see. I see a lot of interior offensive line. I see a lot of quarterback. Uh, I see a lot of things that, honestly, I don't know that the Steelers really should be a high priority for them. So, um I want to look at this from my perspective on what the Steelers need going into this draft. And to me, I'll go, I'll, I'll do them from 11 to one uh, with 11 being the lowest on the priority list. And then we'll move all the way back up the line here. So I, at 11, I have tight end as, as not being a, 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 an extreme need for the Steelers. Obviously they took Pat Fryermuth last year. They have Zach Gentry under contract uh, this season as well. Uh, that that's a, that's a low priority position for me. As is the running back position. I don't think you're going to look at that early in the draft for sure. Um, you know, maybe later in the draft you take a, a shot at a guy. Uh, you know, try to outdraft uh, Benny Snell. Maybe pushes Benny Snell off the roster. Anthony McFarland. We'll see. And you can always sign a veteran player there at some point uh, that steps in and helps your team. At nine, I have interior offensive line, and I say that because. Right now, if you look at what they have coming back, they, they added two guys in free agency and James Daniel, Mason Cole on the interior offensive line. Uh, you still have Kevin Dotson coming back. You got Kendrick Green coming back. You got J.C. Hassenauer coming back. Uh, you got John LeGlue coming back, who started games for you last year. Where is an interior offensive lineman making this roster unless you take him in the first round or you take him in the first two days? It's probably not going to happen. Now, that being said, you're not going to completely, you know, if, 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 if a stud offensive lineman is sitting there in round two or three, are you going to turn your nose up at him? No, but that's not very likely to happen. Um, so I, I have that very low on the priority list at eight. I have edge rusher. And I know some people are going to disagree with that. I, I just think that, you know, with what they've added here, I think Jannard Avery can, can play some of that for you. Uh, Derek Tusk is coming back as well. 
Um, yes, you could add a body there, but it shouldn't be a priority uh, add um, at, at all. Uh, at seven, I have inside linebacker for much the same reason. I think Avery gives you some flexibility there. You, you know who the two starters are going to be. Uh, Robert Spillane just signed his, his, his uh, tender offer, uh, and you still have Buddy Johnson there as well. That's already five inside linebackers right off the right out of the gate that you're probably going to make your roster. Uh, I don't know where a, a, another inside linebacker, unless you take him in the first couple of rounds, is going to make your roster. So that's a tough one uh, to, for, to, to take a guy at. These last six spots, I think, are more the, the priority ads. And I think the first one here is, is cornerback. I think you can always add quality cornerbacks at any point in the draft. And if you can get a guy, uh, you know, who's a potential starter down the road for you at the cornerback position, um, you do it, uh, whether that be in round one, whether that be in round four. Uh, obviously, that changes the, the development rate of those guys a little bit. But you certainly never turn your, your nose up at a good cornerback. At five, I have quarterback. And I have quarterback at five, but largely because uh, of the Mitchell Trubisky signing. And I, I look at it this way. If Mitch Trubisky hits this year, then the quarterback that you took in, 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 in presumably in the first uh, couple of days of the draft, um, you know, what are you doing with Mitch Trubisky then next year? Let's say he goes out and has a pretty good year and you, you know, you win nine or 10 games you're probably going to run it back with Mitch Trubisky next year. If he misses, if he's not good this year, then you're going to be in a much better position to take a quarterback next year because you're probably going to be somewhere in the top 15 picks. And it'd be much easier to, to get yourself into that range to do that. Um, at four, I have offensive tackle. It's a need. It's, it's always should be a need position. If you look at it, their, their starters are, are they're fine there. Uh, but they could certainly use a number three guy and maybe a developmental guy um, to be your potential starter. And, and you could potentially outdraft either one of your two starters there. So you would never turn your, your nose up at a good offensive tackle, uh, especially considering what those guys cost. At three, I have defensive tackle. And when I say that, I'm, so I'm talking about a true nose. Uh, I think they're okay at end, but you could certainly use a, a, another nose tackle. Uh, Tyson Lualu is 35 years old. Uh, that's a position there. You probably need to, an influx of, uh, of a good young player there. Um, you know, if you can get that guy, uh, you do it. You know, you're, then you're looking at Jordan Davis. You're looking at, at, at uh, Jones out of, uh, out of uh, UConn. Um, those would be your first and second round guys. Um, that's what I would look for as, as a priority. If you don't get one of those two guys, well, you're kind of still kicking the can down the road on that a little bit as well. And then these last two positions to me are, are serious needs on this team. One is a wide receiver. That was, that's my second rated uh, need position right now. And I could see the Steelers taking two of those guys in the draft. One early and maybe one a little bit later. That's kind of what they did in 2010 when they took Emmanuel Sanders in the third round and then took Antonio Brown in the sixth round. That kind of worked out okay for you. Both of those guys turned into pretty good players. Maybe you take a, a wide receiver in the first round and then another one in the fourth round or the third round. I could see that happening as well, um, you know, just because that's a position. It, the, the way these guys, the cost has gone up for the wide receiver position. Um, you know, if you don't want to pay one of these guys $15 million a year, then you better keep drafting them. And you better keep cycling through those guys because they get expensive real quick. And, hey, if you hit a home run with one of them, then, then, then you pay them. 
And then finally is safety. And as, as we sit here right now, the Steelers don't have a starting strong safety on their roster. The, the Trey Norwood talk is, is silly in my eyes, unless they're going to make him the free safety and, and switch Minka Fitzpatrick to strong safety. And I don't think that's going to serve anybody well. I think you're, you know, you've got a really good all pro level free safety. I think you keep him at free safety and you try to find a strong safety. And I really, uh, I've really liked this safety class. I think it's a pretty good one. I think there's some depth there. I think there's six or seven of these guys who could step in and be long-term starters for you and starters early in their career. So I, I kind of like that. So that's really how I kind of have this laid out. Again, I, I think in, in list of priorities here, I think you're looking at tight end, running back, interior offensive lineman, edge rusher, inside linebacker, cornerback, quarterback, offensive tackle, defensive tackle, wide receiver, and then the, the biggest need right now is a safety. Um, obviously, that could change if the Steelers go out and, and sign a safety, which I kind of expect them to do. They won't go into the draft with an obvious need. They'll sign somebody who can fill that spot, and if they had to line up the day before the draft and play a game, would be able to do that. Uh, but that's how I have them listed right now. Uh, we'll see how that changes here. And maybe that will change uh, what I'm going to talk about next, uh, which will be my top 20 guys who the Steelers would potentially take at number 20. We'll talk about that when we come back. You're listening to the Dale Lally Show here on the DK Pittsburgh Sports Podcast Network. Dale Lally here on the Dale Lally Show here on the DK Pittsburgh Sports Network. And I, I sat down this morning and I jotted down uh, my list of 20 players I thought the Steelers could take at pick 20. And correspondingly, I got a story on this on the uh, DKPittsburghSports.com as well. Uh, but I'm going to run down my list. Here's what the Steelers do every year. They'll sit down before the draft and wherever they're drafting at, this year's 20th, they'll come up with 20 players that they would take at that spot. And then they'll work off of that list. And so if they get to, if they're picking 14th, they'd have a 14 player list. If they're picking 20th as they are this year, they'll have a 20 player list. And then they'll, they'll look at it. Uh, they'll get down it, it, when they come up the, the 20th pick, if there are still four guys remaining on their list and they think that they can get one of those guys at 25, or 24, then they'll entertain moving back. Otherwise, they'll say they'll stay right where they're at and they'll take their guy. Uh, so this year, my list includes, and these first uh, 10 or so guys, there's not much of a chance that the Steelers will get these guys, but you have to put them on the list because you have to know who's going to be available for you when you're picking at 20. So number one is Evan Neal, the offensive tackle out of Alabama. Number two is Ika Mekawanu, the offensive tackle out of North Carolina State. You'd love to have one of those guys in your roster. Number three is Aiden Hutchinson. Edge isn't a big need, as we just went over in the previous segment, but you're not going to turn your nose up at Aiden Hutchinson if he were there at 20, which he will not be. Uh, Trayvon Walker out of Georgia, another edge rusher at four. Kayvon Thibodeau, uh, another edge rusher uh, out of Oregon at five. Then I have Charles Cross, an offensive tackle out of Mississippi State. I don't have him rated as highly as Evan Neal or Ekwanu, 
but he's a good football player as well. And you take him, he's probably more of a, a left tackle. Um, you know, he, I don't know if he's heavy enough or, or strong enough to play on the right side, but uh, certainly you're not going to turn your nose up, to, up at him. Uh, at seven and eight, I've got the top two cornerbacks in this draft class. And I think these two are special. Uh, that would be Ahmad Sauce Gardner out of Cincinnati and Derek Stingley out of LSU. Again, I don't think either one of those guys would, are going to be there at 20 for the Steelers. But if they were, you'd, you'd run to the podium and take them. At nine, I have Kyle Hamilton, the safety out of Notre Dame. Now, the Steelers are hosting him for a pre-draft meeting. And you might say, well, he's, he's probably going to go in the top 10. Well, you say that, and Derwin James fell all the way to 17 the year he came out. Safety is not a high-priority draft position for a lot of teams. So, you know, there's always the potential that Kyle Hamilton could fall to, to 20. I don't think it will happen. I wouldn't put a high percentage on it, but you never know. Uh, but he's high on my list of guys that would, you know, the, the Steelers would love to have Kyle Hamilton, add him to their defense. At 10, I have Jermaine Johnson, another edge rusher out of Florida State. Again, don't think he'll be there. Don't think the Steelers will have to make a decision between him and somebody else. But if he is, you, you, again, you take him and then you figure it out. At 11, I got a couple of receivers here back to back. 11 and 12, I have Garrett Wilson out of Ohio State. He's my number one ranked wide receiver. And then I have Jamison Williams. And he would be my number one ranked receiver if he were healthy, but he tore his ACL in the national championship game. He's already running. He's already doing some of that stuff. He would be clearly my number one receiver if he were 100% healthy. Uh, if he's available at 20, I think you got to take him because it's just, it's almost like the Heath Miller situation. When Heath Miller came out in 2005, he fell because he had a hernia surgery, sports hernia surgery, and wasn't able to work out at all in the offseason process. Otherwise, he could probably go somewhere around 20. Well, with a guy like uh, Jamison Williams, you're kind of in the same situation here. He's probably not going to be ready to play, and there's probably no probably about it, maybe until November, but he might be ready in October. And then you got four more years of, of perhaps a, a true number one type wide receiver in Jamison Williams. So you got to take him at 20 if that's, the, if that's the case. At 13, I have Trent McDuffie. He's my third-rated cornerback. He's a cornerback out of Washington. Uh, in my last mock draft, I had to see him falling to the Steelers. I don't think that happens, but you never know. At 14, I take any of those guys ahead of Malik Willis, the quarterback out of Liberty. I think that's – and I say that – I'm looking at this through the Steelers' eyes, through their lens. I think that would be – you know, and this may change here in the next couple of weeks. I'll certainly I'll, – I'll tweak and adjust this list. But I think they like Malik Willis enough that they would certainly take him at 20, and I think he would be right behind all those other guys. And maybe ahead of some of them in their eyes. We'll see. At 15, I have Jordan Davis. And I have Jordan Davis behind Malik Willis because I don't know that I want to take a two-down football player. And we can project with Jordan Davis and say, well, maybe he uh, turns into a three-down player at the NFL level. I just know what he was in college, and that was a two-down player. A guy who played 25 snaps a game at Georgia. I can't take him ahead of guys 
who are going to be full, you know full-time players. And I know Malik Willis isn't going to play much, if at all, as a rookie, but he's a quarterback. It's a different position. It's a different animal. Uh, but Jordan Davis, I have at 15. At 16, I have Drake London there. And Drake London hasn't gone through any of the off-season workouts or anything like that. Uh, he'll do that on April 16th. He's coming off of a, uh, an ankle surgery, uh, but he should be ready to go by training camp. He's a really good football player. And I look at Drake London and, and you know, I, I think that that's a guy who could come in and, and help you right away. Uh, he's, he's a bigger wide receiver, six, four, um, you know, two, over 200 pounds. And, you know, I, I look at him and I, I see a guy who, is maybe a more athletic version of T Higgins might be a little bit faster. We'll see T T Higgins ran in the four sixes at his workout, uh, his pro day that hasn't hurt him at all as a pro uh, with the Bengals. Um, I Drake London just makes contested catch after contested catch. He just goes up over guys. He's a former basketball player at USC as well. Um, we'll see what he runs uh, when he, when he finally gets on the track. Um, on April 16th, but I like the football player. I think he's going to be a really good one. At 17, I have Trevor Penning, the offensive tackle out of Northern Iowa. Again, probably just a right tackle in the NFL. But going back to those needs, I, I think you could certainly add a guy like that to your roster and be happy about it. At 18, I have Dax Hill, the safety out of Michigan. And I like this guy a lot. I think immediately he's he's your starting slot cornerback. I think he you know he's a little bit different. He's not a true strong safety, but he has the athletic profile to do a lot of different things for you. Um, you know you can make him and Minka Fitzpatrick kind of interchangeable. Uh, Minka would be the deep safety a lot you know a lot of the times, and maybe Dax Hill will be down in the box. But you got you know I, I just think there's so many things that you can do with a guy like Dax Hill. Maybe you still go out and sign a true starting strong safety and Dax Hill right out of the gate is yours. Just your nickel cornerback, but he's playing a nickel and dime. So he's going to get a lot of playing time. Just think he's a really good football player. You allow him to grow into being the, the strong safety as well. Uh, but just, uh, I think the, the, the talent level is, is uh, really through the roof there. Um, at 19, I have Devin Lloyd, the inside linebacker out of Utah. And I know he didn't run super well at the NFL scouting combine. I think it was four, six, five. But you watch him on tape, and he doesn't take false steps. He's always around the football. He makes a lot, a ton of plays. He's got size. He's got length. Um, there's a lot there to like with Devin Lloyd. I would certainly, you know, to take him as a nice consolation prize at number tw- at 20, but he's 19th on my board. And the same thing for Andrew Booth, the cornerback out of Clemson. You know, just a, a good developmental young cornerback. Um, you never turn your nose up at one of those guys. And this is not – taking Artie Burns in the late 30, you know, in the late twenties, this is, this is a guy who is my fourth rated cornerback on the board. Uh, he's, you know, he's six, two, he's got length. He can run. Um, you know, maybe he doesn't play a ton this year because he's strictly an outside guy, but he's a solid double. I think he'd be your starter down the line and you'd probably move on from, from either Levi Wallace or Akella Weatherspoon or, you know, Cameron Sutton. Um, and this guy's a chance to be a number one cornerback in the NFL you take a shot with that guy. That's my list. You can check it out on DKPittsburghSports.com as well. Comment on that. You can also, if you if you want to look at the, um, you know, if you want to like uh, the show, or if you, or if you do like the show, let us know. 
Um, certainly appreciate that. It helps the shows out. Give us a good rating. Listen to all the shows here on DKPittsburghSports.com's uh, network. Uh, we appreciate that as well. But that's going to do it for today's show. Uh, so I'm Dale Lolly. We appreciate you listening. I'll be back next week. Uh, we'll talk a, probably a little more draft. Why not? Uh, we start a couple weeks out and we start to uh, get a better idea of what's happening here with the Steelers. But that's going to do it for today's show. Thanks for listening. Talk to you next week. Thank you.